Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. It's right on 10.30 on Sky Sports Radio. Nice to have your company this morning. And now we're into On The Pace and we say good morning to Fred Hastings. G'day, Dan. Trust you well, young man. Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, good. After a, a really good night of racing at uh, headquarters last night, we had an eight-race program, and uh, the meeting kicked off with uh, Jared Alchin training the opening race winner. I think he's done that at about the last three meetings. He's just uh, His team are flying at the moment. Jared, of course, he won the big Cowra Cup last week, and uh, is just uh, his horses are airborne. So uh, Brooklyn Bridge won the first. It was a good effort to score with Rickson doing the steering. Uh, race two, uh, one for the roadie. This horse rewarded for its consistency with uh, uh, some some very good uh, performances of late. But actually, uh, last night it really excelled uh, over the, the longer journey. Got off the inside at the right time and uh, was able to hold off the late challenges uh, of double encounter. And wow, he's a rock star to come away and score a pretty big win there. One for the roadie. There's plenty of upward scope. And I suggest it might be a horse to follow as it works its way. Uh, through you know to the to the top grade, it's just doing some really good things at the moment. The third race was taken out by Stingray Tara. Uh, Greg Sugars, what a what a, what a 24 hours he had. He he had an incredible uh, night, uh, of course, at, at Bendigo on uh, Friday night, and we'll touch on that in more detail soon. Uh, and then came to uh, Menangle last night, and he ended up landing a treble. Did Greg? We'll talk uh, about that shortly. But Stingray Tara sweeping to victory in race number three. Uh, and running 150.8 uh, and held off uh, JOK, or grabbed JOK, I should say more correctly, uh, on the line with Longfellow closing on that pair late. The fourth, Sophia Arvidsson was in the winner's stall again. Uh, she's making a habit of it, Sophia, and she got Magic Mateo home. Um, did a good job to score Magic Mateo, sitting three back on the running line, and it was able to claim victory over swell time. Race five, Pete said so. This is a uh, uh, you know, top-grade horse who did make an Inter-Dominion grand final going back a couple of years ago. He's, he's been thereabouts of late, but uh, drawing where he drew yesterday, you knew he was out to be hard to beat, and uh, he was able to uh, beat uh, our money rocks. And Master Catch running a cracking race at uh, around 60 to 1, uh, $65 it was paying, so it was a big performance uh, to uh, run into uh, uh, the, the third spot. Race 6, and uh, here Riquero Rebel brought up the second of uh, Greg Sugar's wins and the first uh, of a double for uh, Watch Yes Tubbs. Vaquero Rebel beating Polly put kettle on. Sophia Arvidsson has it going well and Bravey Kelly. Uh, she was last on the turn and was doing her best work late, only missed out second by a head, uh, Bravey Kelly. But uh, Riquero Rebel uh, winning race number six, race seven to Rico Shea at good odds, started at uh, $16 on the tote and it was able to beat Sheffield, Sparky and Constantina. Lightning Dan who went around as a short favourite, uh, didn't come on. And race eight, one overall, very talented square gator. Was sent around as a long price, uh, or long odds on favourite, long odds on favourite, but uh, it was able to get in. It earned it. It was really under the pump from about the home turn, and it was a, a Greg Sugar's, bit of Greg Sugar's magic to get the favour, and he really had to work to hold off the late close of Funky Monkey. Yeah, she ran her best race uh, for some little time, and she was really flying uh, another few bounds and she would have been able to score. But that was the way the marbles fell at Menangle last night. Now, I'm hopeful that we can catch up with Greg Sugars. I've been alluding to uh, Greg's performance. Uh, he's, uh, I know he's on his way uh, from Sydney to Melbourne via a plane. So 
uh, we were hoping the planets would align and he would be available uh, for us. Uh, but, you know, plane flights are like Dan. Sometimes the best laid plans of mice and men uh, it just doesn't happen for us. So we're, we're hopeful we can catch uh, Greg before the end of the show. In fact, the good news is, Whoever he was flying with, they've done a good job. Greg Sugars joins us. Good morning, Greg. Yeah, good morning. How are you? A bit hectic uh, for you to, to, to you know, get on for us today, and I do appreciate you doing that. Uh, whoever it was who flew you there, well done. No, actually, uh, it's quite the opposite. I'm only just boarding the plane now. It's been uh, the first flight got cancelled, the next one got delayed, and I'm only just about to leave. <laughs> oh, gee, I'll better make this quick then, mate. <laughs> Firstly, uh, I wanted to replay the latter stages of Friday and just believe Dan's going to uh, replay that, and then we'll just discuss that. Dan, no take worries. it away. 27-9 down the back. This is what we came to see. Queen Elida and Just Believe head and head in a battle royale. They touch wheels, locked up momentarily. Just Believe levelled up, took the lead off Queen Elida. Mufasa Metro's in third, but Harry's pulling away. First up back in Oz, Just Believe. Just Believe wins it. Second, Queen Elida was brave and Mufasa Metro yeah, a neck away. That third, was a, an incredible performance. Uh, set parked after being deep early. And first up after a break in Australia, that was a terrific performance. You must have been thrilled, Greg, with the way the horse won and, and broke the trotter's track record. In fact, his mile rate was quicker than one of the, the free-for-all paces. That's quite incredible. Yeah, sure was. No, um, yeah, we were obviously very uh, very satisfied with uh, with what he did uh, the other night. And, um, you know, we're pretty happy with the horse for everything he's done since he's been back this, uh, this preparation. He's been very bright and alert and... And, um, yeah, we're very excited about his racetrack return. And um, it was a bit of a daunting task, obviously, coming up against uh, Queen Elida, who's been racing in such uh, fantastic form um, in recent months. So, um, yeah, we weren't sure exactly wh- where we were at. But, um, yeah, to, mm. see, to see the way he came through that race um, was very, very pleasing moving forward uh, the Inter Dominion in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, he's a well top-ranked defending champion. Greg, tell me, and for those that aren't familiar with the with harness racing that are tuned in today, this is a horse who you campaigned uh, in Europe. Has that sharpened him up? Has that that travel and 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 that type of racing? You think have you seen a difference since you've had him back in work here? Yeah, look, I think so. Um, it's hard to, to pinpoint, you know, mm. what's what, what's actually uh, changed with the horse, but as far as you know, the trip or, or you know, the, the travel or what it was. But certainly this preparation, he's come back feeling a million dollars and um, his attitude at home has been uh, really sharp. And, um, mm. yeah, we've sort of noticed a difference in, in, in that respect. And, um, yeah, he, he, a lot of signs are saying that he uh, he could, could be a better horse um, this preparation than what he was last time around. It's scary when you say it like that. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. We sort of we were hoping to you know just to get him back uh, just as good. That that'll be good enough for us. But um, yeah, we're pretty excited with uh, what the future might hold for him. You must have been thrilled. I mentioned three winners at Bendigo on on Friday night, but uh, to have better Eclipse, uh, he's flying at the moment. He's won four of his past six, and he's uh, on en route to uh, to Queensland, of course, for the Inters and. This is a horse that, that, you know, for our Sydney audience would well remember. He placed in a miracle mile after winning a Chariots of Fire. He's a quality horse, and you've got him flying as well. Yeah, that's right. No, he's just been a, a marvellous horse for us over the last couple of seasons. And, um, you know, at the very top level, he, like a lot of them, he, he needs a few favours to go his way, but he's certainly yeah. racing in terrific form and uh, very rarely runs a bad race. So 
uh, we, we, we just love him around the stable and uh, it was great to see him uh, win as well as what he did uh, on Friday night. You headed to Sydney, you had three winners last night, you drove a winner for Blake Fitzpatrick, uh, a good performance by Stingray Tara, but Rikiro Rebel, who won the uh, the feature mayor's race last night, Greg, um, second in the in the coin of the Pacific, and last night, uh, certainly on song, it was a pretty tidy performance. Um, where, where do you think she can get to? Is she the sort of horse you're eyeing off, you know, a race like the, the Queen Elizabeth II in, in uh, well, it's May this year, of course, but uh, later on in the, in the new, uh, new season? Yeah, that's what we're hoping. Um, yeah, she's, you know, we liked her from, some, from day one since uh, she arrived from New Zealand, but we had quite a few issues and things go wrong along the way. But um, this preparation, she's really putting it all together and especially her last probably four or five runs has, have been in very, very good grade. Um, the Tough Mare's company in Melbourne. And, um, yeah, so we're hoping now that, you know, she can have a little break, a uh, uh, little break now when she gets home from this trip. And, um, yeah, we'll sort of aim at those uh, better class races uh, in the new year. And where do you go with one overall? It's uh, not going to, to Queensland for the Inters, but where, where do you go with one overall? I thought it was a gutsy effort under the pump from the home turn and was able to hold off a flying uh, funky monkey. Yeah, that's right. It was a very tough performance, and uh, he loves the distance stand-start racing. That's his sort of specialty, mm. and um, there's a couple more country cups coming up um, in the next few weeks uh, back in, in Victoria, so um, we might target at least one of them, and uh, same mm. with him as Rebel. We'll probably uh, give him a little freshen up and then um, yeah, plot a similar path on those uh, standing-start uh, races in the new year. Greg, I know you've got to jump on a plane. I just want to ask this question before we part ways. Uh, I just touched on just believing the experience, the European experience. You're renowned as being in the upper echelon of our drivers in this country, um, you know, and have been for many, many years. Has it changed your perception of, of how we race here, the, the experience over there? Can, can you uh, find a, a difference or a marker somewhere that, that you know, you think you will have found some insight into that trip and, and what it can do to enhance and, and, and you know improve your career even though it's at that upper echelon already uh yeah look there's, there's so many aspects of it um of the whole of the industry over there that are probably different uh to what we have here and uh, yeah it's, it's hard to sort of pinpoint any one or two things to sort of mm. highlight um yeah the whole process the way they train and, and the way the race race days run are quite different to what we do here um so, but yeah, I'm just so grateful to have that experience under my belt, and it's certainly given Jess and myself a lot of different ideas and, and, and things to try um, as far as the training and preparation of horses are concerned. And um, you know, that's just valuable experience that uh, sort of yeah, you just can't you can't put a put a price on that or what it's worth. So um, yeah, it was just 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 fantastic overall, and it's uh, I think it certainly made us uh, better horse people um, for that that knowledge. A formidable combination, uh, you and Jess, and uh, if that's the case and uh, there's something to come out of that trip even beyond the experience, that's, uh, that's pretty amazing. You're off to Cranbourne today. Do you like any of your, your drives? Is there something you can maybe steer our listeners into uh, on, on the uh, fly? Uh, well, Jess and I have a first starter called Lock Oh, second starter, uh, career start, but he's first up this preparation called Lockenbach tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, due to my <laughs> delays, I'm pushing it time to actually get there for him. But uh, yeah. yeah, that was the main reason I was heading back uh, home today to, to try and drive him. So uh, if I don't make it there, hopefully uh, he, someone jumps aboard that uh, still can get the job done for us.
And if not, uh, if you don't get there in time, you've got a few drives later in the afternoon. Greg, thanks very much. I know you went to a bit of trouble to, to make yourself available for us today. Good luck. Get around safe today. And we look forward to uh, what's in store, uh, particularly with Just Believe going forward. No worries at all. Thanks a lot. There he is, uh, Dan, Greg Sugars. Uh, he is, uh, he's besides being one of our elite rangemen in this country, uh, just a, a darn good guy. And uh, it was good of him to, to jump on. Before we part ways, Dan, I do have to say and, and make a mention of the incredible performance of Swayze to win the New Zealand Trotting Cup on Tuesday last for Jason Grimson and Cam Hart. For those that are unaware, the New Zealand Trotting Cup is the elite race run in the shaky aisles. And I'm not just talking harness racing, I'm talking across the codes. It is just a, an incredible uh, and uh, time-honoured race, the New Zealand Trotting Cup. We've had a few successes over the years in uh, Australian horses and drivers competing over there and winning it, but certainly for this horse, um, and the drive was an absolute perler. Uh, Cam summed it up mid-race, made the move, and then uh, was able to, to beat uh, the, the you know well-renowned Akuta. It was a terrific performance for Jason Grimson. He is a very talented horseman, and he improves horses. He spends so much time. It's the behind-the-scenes stuff I alluded to it last week, where he spends so much time with each of the horses, particularly the newcomers that come into the barn. He, he goes over them, spends lots of time, and then uh, gets the best out of them. And uh, uh, we saw that with Swayze, who's uh, just flying at the moment. So congratulations to Jason, uh, to Cam, and, of course, the horse Swayze winning the New Zealand Trotting Cup, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Good drive there. Thanks uh, for the segment today, Fred. Pleasure, Dan. We'll catch up soon.